NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. to say the backbones behind this sport i've got darren pittman's better half mandy pittman and sheldon Hanshield's uh girlfriend zan smith um extremely excited to have you guys with us and i want to tell our fans a little bit about what you guys do yes you're the wives and girlfriends of these guys out here that put the show on every single week but i really feel that the wives and the girlfriends are extremely underappreciated for everything that you guys really really do i mean you think about it, probably the wife and girlfriend are probably the easiest titles that you guys carry. Um, there's race recapper, social media guru, cheerleaders, the silent support on the bad nights. Um, I really just want to grasp what it takes on a regular basis for you guys week in and week out when you're following the World of Outlaws Tour. Um, so we'll start off with the schedule. Obviously, you guys get a schedule at the beginning of the year that tells you ev- everywhere you're going for the year. But is there any planning that goes into that schedule-wise? Do you guys have a, a way that you kind of just group everything together and say, this is when we're leaving here, going here, doing this and doing that while you're out there, Mandy? Uh, yeah, we do. We homeschool the kids, so especially Taylor. So we, I go in February to the Florida races, and then I skip the first California swing, and then I pick back up in April. And then from then on, we're on the road. And we kind of know the schedule a little bit now. It's pretty much the same. So we kind of know when we're leaving and when to pack or when we're home for two days to wash clothes at home or, you know, something like that. So we kind of got the schedule down. It's pretty easy that way. But as far as the we, we are home for a couple months at the beginning of the year, I mean, the girls and the rest of the time we're on the road. Love it. And and you definitely have the, the veteran perspective of it. You guys have been <laughs> doing this old. for several <laughs> You're not old. But you've been doing Thanks. this for several, several years now. Dan, as a, a rookie, as I'll say, um, what's it been like for you just learning the schedule and getting accustomed to the lifestyle? Um, I mean, it's been different. Obviously, you know, I came out of college and we went on the road. So uh, we did the All-Stars when I first finished. And then uh, last year was our first year on the Outlaw Tour. It was a lot different because we were traveling with the team, five guys and a dog plus me in the toter home. And we own the team. So that was kind of crazy. So this year it's kind of you're learning it all over again, doing it by ourselves in a motorhome. So it's been different and we're not accustomed to it yet. We haven't figured it out for sure. And, and kudos to you for that first year. Uh, a, a girl needs her personal space. <laughs> so, so to be with that many guys in, in such a small space, I'm sure it was a struggle for yourself. And 
I think that's what people don't understand is when you're living life on the road, you know, you t- you had to talk about the dog and being with the guys, you know, the vet appointments, the, the kids' doctor's appointments, <laughs> uh, the hair appointments. We still have to be girls, too, on the road. What's that been like? I mean, is it just you try to find something in that city that you're that you're around? Yeah, I mean, we fit it in where we can. If we know we're going home, it's full days of dentist and eye appointment and hair appointment. But if you're not going home, I mean, Mackenzie Wilson, we're lucky to have her on the road. She's a beautician, so she's done my hair in a folding chair outside of the rig before. So, you know, it's just you do what you have to do. Really, really cool. (laughs) And what I think is really neat is that you guys are both involved in racing before you met your significant others. And I want to talk about that, Mandy. If you'll tell your story of just where everything started, how you met Darren, and and where things are now. Yes, so my dad raced forever, and so I always was at the track Friday night, Saturday night. That's where I went every Friday and Saturday. So Darren was racing 360s, and Dad was racing 360s in Memphis area. we, he had raced there before, and we didn't really speak. And then at Creek County, we were on Speed Week, and my dad flipped down the hole straight away. Nice. Yes, big crash. So I was back at the trailer, and Darren came over, and he was like, is he all right? And so we kind of spoke just a second there, and then we ended up having to go home. So it was like a full year later that we were at West Memphis, the ditch, and they were, like, parked pretty close. And I guess Darren hopped on the floor with my dad. And he's like, how old's your daughter? He's like, why? You know? <laughs> of course. So, father, yeah. yes. so dad won the race. And um, after the race, uh, I had sliced my hand. on. I cut a little, had a little cut on my hand. And I went to his, his mom had a Band-Aid for me. So after that, it kind of, we just started talking from there. And the rest is history, I guess. I love it. I love it. And how about you, Zan? How did you meet Sheldon? Um, I met Sheldon at Eldora. When I was Miss Eldora, we had to go and greet all of the drivers. And he was one of them. And just kind of from there, became friends and talked back and forth while I was at college and then became more than friends. So. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Uh, what's so cool about this and being a wife of a racer myself, um, I think one thing that gets undershadowed a lot is we've put our dreams on hold, essentially, to, to follow and pursue the dreams of our, our guys And uh, I want to commend you both for that because we actually end up turning our dreams into their dreams. And we both just chase after what we want and what they want, essentially. And so I really want to go down that road with you guys. Um, The basically the business side of things, obviously, the T-shirt trailer is huge. Um, And just the planning that goes into that. And, Mandy, I want to start with you just because you have that veteran (laughs) side of things. What it takes from designing the T-shirts to ordering them, the sizes, just getting that trailer up and down the road and dealing with the race fans every single weekend when you're at the track. I really enjoy dealing with race fans. It's great. You see the same people, you know, every year. So you actually become friends with them. They're super nice. They enjoy talking to us, catching up. You know, you're there for, you know, 24 hours. So it's just like you meet back up with your family. So it's really cool. As far as designing the shirts, Bob Hilbert's been great for us. Um, We've done our shirts with Bob since Darren started. Um, Great supporter of ours. And he just normally comes up with us. I'll give him a few ideas. Or if I see something I like at the mall or, you know, someone in the grandstands, I'm taking a picture and sending it to him but Bob Hilbert really does everything for me and um, when I can call and order something I can have it the next week which is really important being on the road when we go through stuff you know one design might sell better than another and so it would go through it quickly he um, he helps me out there. And what about you Zan again the, the rookie side of things what's it been like just kind of I'm sure you've got Mandy here to help you <laughs> and, and kind of guide you in that direction but the learning curve essentially that it, it's had to take just to see what your fans want. Yeah. 
For sure. I mean, we were lucky last year. We didn't have a T-shirt trailer to call home, and uh, Darren and Mandy gave us a call, and we were really thankful to be able to be in there with them. And on top of that, just kind of learn from Mandy and watch her because I'd never done it before. And uh, this year we're on our own, so, again, I'm learning again. <laughs> uh, we just, you know, we wanted to try it and see what we could do. And as far as shirts go, uh, Sheldon's very particular. He helps me a lot. Um, so we're, we're every step of the way, the two of us are working together on those. And uh, we work with Classic Inc., and they've been great. And so we're lucky. I mean, we have people who want to work with us and people who help us along the way. And so it's been good. It's, it's really cool because the T-shirts obviously provide an extra income, you know, for, for what you guys are doing. But how difficult is it? Um, we've been dealing with a lot of rainouts this year. <laughs> So not only are the guys not getting paid on the racing side of things, they're also, you guys are not making the money on the t-shirt side of things because the races are being rained out. Do you guys really have to plan for that in advance, you know, before the season even starts? You have to plan for those rainouts, I'm sure. I, I, I just ordered my same amount, and so now we've switched cars a couple times this year. So I even have an, you know, a little bit more stock than I normally do. Uh, we're going back to Ionomy at the end of the year, so that's been, that'll be good to have those same shirts back out that I had at the beginning. That'll help with all the rainouts. But that, that's been tough. It's uh, not only do you not race... But you find stuff to do. You know, you're going to go to dinner, and then you're going to go eat, and then go to the movies, and get the kids out of this small motor home because everyone's driving everyone crazy. <laughs> so it's it's not just the rain out. It's that we didn't make any money, but yet we've spent way more than we would have, you know, for a hot dog and popcorn. So. Sure. Gosh, I didn't even think about that. That's a, that's a great point, you know. And with you having kids on the road, I'm sure that's difficult. But at the same time, it has to be rewarding, too, because these girls are getting to see the country. Yes, they do get to see the country. They love traveling. They would rather be in the motorhome than be at the house. I don't know if it's because it's just, you know, everything's within reach, per se. But when they go home, they have new toys. We have toys, you know, a couple cabinets in the motorhome. So they don't have a lot in there, but they do enjoy being on the road and seeing everything. And, and honestly, everyone out on the road is is like their family so when we're at home you know they talk about Sheldon and Zan and Pella and they miss them so it's when we're back on the road it's kind of like it's just our second second family Mm -hmm. and how cool is that I mean I'm sure your aunt Zan to a to a lot of these kids out here on the road is it kind of a relief for you and you know kind of what do I say more family oriented for you because you might be able to ditch the kids for a couple hours because they go see Aunt Zan. They, they do go see Zan. I'll be like, hey, the girls are coming over, you know, on the t-shirt trailer. And then, you know, the other night Darren crashed and I immediately took the girls to Zan okay. so I could go check on him and see what that was going on. So it's nice to have someone there that I can count on in any any instances, whatever I need to do. She's She's been there for me, so I appreciate that. So how many kids are you aunt to? <laughs> uh, Wilson to <laughs> Nixon, the Pittmans, yeah. pretty much anyone who's out here. And, I mean, we're lucky to be like that because we have the Pittmans too. Like Sheldon crashed at Lawrenceburg, and I didn't know, you know, what, what steps we needed to go through. And so I'm on the phone with Mandy. What are we supposed to do here? So it goes both ways. We get and we take. <laughs> I love it. That's okay. absolutely. And it really... <laughs> you know culminates how we always talk about the racing family it's so true and you know I'm sure you're closer probably with some of the people that you're with in the sprint car world than probably some of your own family who are 
miles away right. on a regular Absolutely. basis. We well, spend so much more. I mean, we spend more time with people on the road. Yeah, yeah, every you know, every day. And even when we're not racing, we might be parked, you know, in the same Walmart or the same parking <laughs> lot. And so we're Disney. still, yeah, we went to Disney together this, you know, this spring. And so it's, we're still, even though we're not racing together, we're actually still doing stuff together. Sure. So that's fun. Sure. So let's uh, talk about maybe the the tougher things. Um, by no means do I want to shed a negative light on our on our guys or our sport, but um, you guys really have to be a backbone for them because there are nights that don't go well, um, whether it's a silent support system or a race recapper because they want to go through each and every single lap of, of what it is and what guys were doing and where they were running on the track. And Zan, what has that been like for you these last two years, just really breaking down the race after it's over with Sheldon? Um, Sheldon's the, the quiet type, but last year is definitely hard. Um, he was acting as owner of the car, one of the mechanics, driver. And so, I mean, you go through a lot there. I mean, we're 20, we were 24, and owning a team, it's, it's a lot. And you have people you can lean on, but at the end of the day, it's just the two of us figuring out what to do. So that was definitely hard. It was a challenge. It was a challenge for us personally and in our relationship. And I think it helps us this year. Uh, to very much value what Sheldon has earned and what we have now. And, I mean, there's still things you have to come home and talk about and figure out different struggles, different issues, but we're lucky. I mean, Sheldon's lucky to have this ride, and we're lucky to be out here. Not everybody gets to do that. So, you know, we we have the struggles, but on the other hand, it outweighs it because we're just glad to be here. And, Mandy, you've been doing it for so many years, and, you know, most husband and wives want to leave for work or you know they both go their own direction where you guys are literally living in a motorhome 24 hours a day seven days a week and you've got 30 feet of space yeah (laughs) it's not like you're going to another room by any means there's nowhere to hide exactly (laughs) so I'm sure the tension rises um at times especially when the guys are struggling on the track It, it probably comes back to the motorhome I'm sure but I've heard a lot of these guys talk about their kids and how it really changes them and kind of their outlook on things. Do you see that with Darren? Absolutely. I feel like our dynamic changed once we had kids. Um, before then, I was super involved. Every lap, I could tell what he was doing. I could tell him what other people were doing. He would come back, and I was I was fairly hard on Darren. I'm, I've <laughs> you know, kind of watched and I felt like really was hard on him. So we could talk about everything. He'd be like, where was so-and-so running? Well, how are they doing that? And then now that I have kids, he's like, well, where's so-and-so running? I'm like, Katie was like up, down two (laughs) stairs. I I missed like seven laps, you know, so (laughs) trying to get her head covered or whatever. So it's changed a little bit, but Darren's been great about, he walks in the door of the motorhome or if we go down to the pits afterwards and, you know, you know, the girls come running to him and give him a hug and that's, he, he does leave it at the door. We might, when the doors are closed at night, have a chat about it. Sure. You know, I can say, what did you think? And something like that. This year's been really trying as far as we've been an up and down season. So um, we've had some talks, you know, after those doors closed that have been probably a little more heartfelt or what's going on with him and stuff like that. So, um, but it's as far as with the girls, when he sees them, 
they're just happy to see their dad and give him a hug. And, of course, they like winning and getting a picture made. Say, are they starting to understand yes. what dad does for a living? They and do. I've enjoyed your videos um, of the mule ride back from oh. Victory Lane. It's <laughs> yeah. been really awesome with the girls. So it's cool to see that they're really starting to understand what dad does. They do. And the, our crew guys are phenomenal with my kids. They they love them. They come running to them across the pit area. Oh. So it's really cool that they, they really care about, you know, our family in general, too. And the girls love their big thing is getting to ride on that four-wheeler after the race. I mean, that is the only thing. As soon as that picture's made, they're on the four-wheeler to ride back with um, with the guys. So it's it's cool to see that. And, and Mandy, does that kind of reflect what it was for you watching your dad? Yeah, drive? absolutely. Yeah, I remember hopping on the four-wheeler with dad's, uh, Billy was his name, his, his crew guy, and riding that four-wheeler to the front chute and being super excited. So I think the girls, they have, especially Taylor, she understands what we do. She understands now. She's nine. So she kind of gets it, you know. She gets it. Katie's three. She just thinks it's cool to be here and hang out and yell and cheer and dance to Johnny Gibson's music, you know, every <laughs> night. You know, that place. She just gets up and gets her groove on. So it's um, it's too different. They're a big age gap, but mm-hmm. it's cool to watch it through both of their eyes in different you sure, know, aspects. Absolutely. And, Zan, with you, you were Miss Knoxville Nationals, uh, Miss Eldora Speedway. So your passion runs pretty deep for racing as well. Um, just being on the road and, and living the lifestyle that you are now, um, what's probably the hardest thing that you've dealt with? Um, my mom and I are pretty close, so being away from her has been a challenge. I mean, it's always been the two of us. So even when I went to college, we saw each other every three weeks. Oh. And so now when I say goodbye to her in February and I don't see her till May, it's it's hard. But I know she's a phone call away, and she knows that I'm good where I'm at because Sheldon and I are good where we are. So it's been different, but you have to adjust to the lifestyle you choose. That's exactly right. And, Mandy, what's one thing that probably the fans um, don't understand or comprehend that you can kind of give a little insight to just to make them realize what goes on on a regular basis? Probably just the schedule. Our schedule is really different than most people. You know, we, most of the time our races are from, you know, six, about six, eight hours apart at night. So we, after the race, even when Darren's done with the fans, you know, about an hour after the race, we get in the motor home and hook up the t-shirt trailer. And then we put the girls to bed as we're driving down the road. And then we drive down the road, find a Walmart and fix him dinner on the way. So it's just that Get, and then you get up and drive the next day hours. We have to be there early to park. So we're usually there by 2 every day, or we try to be there by 2. We're normally the last ones <laughs> just because there's a lot going on. But um, So that's just the schedule of that. And then we you know, have lunch, and then it's time for him to go. So it's just a, once we get going in our routine of day by day, it's not as bad. But after it's been a little while on the road, and you're like, oh, wow, I'm so tired. But it's, um, it's what we do. And then you have to plan um, water fill-ups with oh. the motorhome and dump the tanks and yes. <laughs> do all that beautiful other stuff so, that goes on behind the scenes. The inside. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, uh, the fun things. And then you have motorhome complications. They probably break down along the way. Oh, Dana, I love the face you just oh made. And I know you guys just recently got a new motorhome. <laughs> yeah. So what that what has that been like? Well, we started the year, uh, our goal was to get a motorhome, and we got one. And... <laughs> We had some problems. Sheldon was on the phone with Darren many late nights. And underneath, at one point, he fixed the air ride with a spoon handle and zip ties. And we drove from Joplin, Missouri to Ohio like that, just praying we would make it. And we said, you know what, we are not going to make it through the season back out west with this thing. So we started looking online, and we found a new one. And we found a good one, I think. But 
it doesn't matter if you get a Prevost or if you have an Airstream. You're going to have There's always problems. a list. Yes. <laughs> and we, we run the list and we compare the yes, list. Yes. And <laughs> it doesn't matter what you yeah, get. Do you have a water pump or do you have the yeah. pumps? You know, it's just... That's just how it is. And filling up, we don't take motorhome showers. A lot of people will, you know. (laughs) Yeah, so we fill up almost every two to three days because. We have the girls, of course. I don't, I, I, we just, I don't turn the water off. So none of us do. So we have to make it a point to fill up every, about water every about three days. So we're always looking for a gas station. And how does that work when you're, take the Knoxville Nationals, you're, there for four days essentially do you have a water truck that comes through the parking lot do you have to it's so nice here yeah we're we're spoiled here they have uh, water and power for us in the in the lot back there for all the drivers and the team so it's really nice that we have all the water that we can use <laughs> and power so we don't have to run the generator and then um i think someone comes around and can dump your tanks if you need it gotcha and what happens when you're not at knoxville <laughs> Uh, our big challenge was William when we were at Williams Grove and okay. it kept raining, and it's just and he's like we got to conserve, we got to conserve. So then you might have to not wash your hair, or right. turn, that, turn that water off. You know, kids get to skip a shower. You know, so we uh, we also have lived the motorhome life for for several years, and I know that probably one of the hardest things is I love to cook. And it's very hard because you don't have the counter space that you have at a typical kitchen. You only have two little burners and your grill outside. What's it been like, you know, just trying to, to feed your family and, and Sheldon, of course, and just really making that. <laughs> Do you guys cook? Let's put it that way first. Uh, Sheldon, he's difficult but easy. He only eats very few things. He's very picky. So I know when I go to the grocery store, I'm buying eggs and chicken. That's about the extent of it. So at least what he likes, I can make in there. Uh, it's a little different for me because I like food and I like different food. But my diet has pretty much consisted of <laughs> eggs and chicken along with him. Unless Mandy invites me over because I eat better food than us. <laughs> and what's that been like cooking for three others as well as yourself? It's fine. It's, we always have extra. We do simple meals in the motorhome. It's not every anything ever, honestly, from a box or a bag. is kind of how I cook, unfortunately. Right. So um, we do that, but then we, we do eat out a lot for lunch or grab okay. it on the way. Darren eats a really late lunch on race day, so it'll be something, you know, right before we either get to the track or while we're there. After we're there, I might do spaghetti or tacos or just something fairly simple. And then after the race, um, he'll want, like, a pizza or something like that, which is, I can handle that. <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Now, I really want to dig into the boys here real quick. With Sheldon, does he have any superstitions? Is there, I know he's kind of, um, I, I read your tweet a few days ago about no one is allowed to uh, use anything but Lucas Oil spray wax in, in the trailer. Microfiber towels. <laughs> Sounds the same. Same. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't say he's superstitious. He's definitely a touch OCD. Um, he's, I don't know, he grew up like this, so he knows what he's doing and like there's things that I would think oh like we're for sure sidelined for a while there's no way the motorhome's moving and he's got it just because he always saw Jack do it and he drives pretty much every hour that we're on the road because I'm afraid and but his not really superstitions I don't see there's no colors there's no peanuts like it's not 
I'm not told what I... The chicken thing was shot to hell because, I mean, he eats chicken every day. <laughs> a lot of people don't eat chicken on race day. But just OCD, like, he cleans twice a day. He vacuums twice a day. It's... There's a it's lot like of cleaning. Comes oh, off the road ever to clean. Yeah, and it's funny because we watch, like, we usually park by the Pittmans, and we pull in, and if Darren's washing or if Darren's tire shining, oh, Sheldon's got to get out there, and he's got to do it too, even if we were planning just to kind of chill that day. They send each other pictures of their tire shine. Who's better? Oh, and did you forget? Did, oh, look at mine Ooh. today. I'm like, oh, my God. They have a problem. Or, like, one day, where were we, Beaver Dam? And they were outside, uh... Using sweeping to sweep the grass. The grass. Yes. Sweeping so it. They had mowed, and so yes. it was a little bit high. So when you walked in it, it kind of got on your shoes a right. little bit. Stuck not a big deal. Not a big enough deal. It. They both yeah. swept a massive area by our motorhome so we could walk with yeah. no grass. It must be a driver thing because mine is very much similar to the two of yours. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so. Bad. So what does race day look for Darren then with you guys and the and the kids? Does he have, like, he needs his own little time and space before or he's all up in it before you guys head to the T-shirt trailer? No, he's pretty he's pretty involved. He doesn't get any Darren time, so, <laughs> except for when he leaves to go to the pits. So maybe that's why he leaves early. <laughs> so I, with the gates are getting ready to open, I'll go with the girls to the trailer, and he'll come and maybe help me for a little bit. Or he might even keep the girls until I can get everything open and out, which is a tremendous help. And then he goes to the, the pits and hangs out with the guys. But he usually, he has the girls a lot, and he, he helps out a lot, so that makes That's it awesome. easier for me. And then the girls are in the t-shirt trailer with you, so you're putting them to work, I'm sure, too, and yes. teaching them the ropes as well? Taylor's, Taylor's just started to take a big interest in it. She gets uh, paid a dollar a night. Oh, so she, Well, actually, I think she just asked for a raise. I think about like $2 <laughs> now <laughs> after Dallas. She was like, she keeps I, track? Yeah, she keeps track. She writes it down, and she has a little uh, oh. sequined gold purse that she has to get every, you know, she wants her money. But she does really, she does That's a really awesome. good job. She um, she's getting it and she likes doing it and Katie just runs well so I love it I love it well thank you so much for joining me and giving a little insight to to what it takes to make our lifestyles their lifestyles like I said you guys have put your dreams on hold to chase their dreams and it becomes your dream eventually but uh, I really want to commend you guys for that it's absolutely amazing and thank you for what you do thank you. We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Or maybe her singing dreams. Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. 